Good evening, and welcome back to the next episode of Inconceivably Unfeasible. I'm Dylan. I'm joined by entrepreneurs Quay and Bradley. They're here to pitch me their new million dollar, million dollar ideas and see if I see any potential value in them. Will they come up with plans to pay off their college tuition, or will they go broke like they already are? <laughs> so now pass it off to Quay uh, for its first idea. All right. The idea is the boys sell art. It's very boring. <laughs> no, it's not modern art to be specific. Modern art, inspired by a recent trip taken to an art museum. <laughs> Me and Quay believe, though we are amateur artists, that we could, to at least some extent, recreate some of the modern art pieces that we saw using a variety of creative techniques. Not particularly like sitting and painting with a toothbrush, but we believe we could you know, get paints, get like a bucket or something and like a rope and like swing it around, you know, make cool patterns and sell our art as modern art. Yeah, so, large abstract paintings on Etsy yeah. go for hundreds or even uh, like $400. All right. Quay, what was, our, what was our count on how many of these we think we could bang out in a day? We did the we can bang out like We can bang out like, like 10. Like, 10 a day. Five days like a week, a day. 50 a week. Times that by 400. Yeah, it, that's a lot of money. That's, that's like 20,000 20, or something. Yeah. Okay, Del. We're ready for uh, it. All right. So, so your idea is to just become artists? Uh, modern artists. Modern artists. Okay, okay. Let's start with the most basic. Uh, do you guys like modern art? Personally, I very much do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan. I believe, I, I believe Bradley. I believe Bradley. What do you say? How about you, Quay? Are you a big modern art fan? Uh, less so, less so. You know, I, less I appreciate so. it, though. I appreciate it. So, okay, Bradley, I guess I'll, I'll pose one of the questions to, do, to you. So you're a bit of a modern art connoisseur, if you will? I wouldn't say I'm a connoisseur. I'd say, no. I'd say I'm a fan. You're a fan. You enjoy yeah. looking at it, right? I'm, I'm a casual fan of modern art. <laughs> a casual fan. I would not spend my free time looking at modern art. I like the colors. You like the colors. Well, that's pretty much all there is to it. It's just well, colors. Well, you got to well. be creative about how you place the colors. I mean, that's what art's all about. But, so, okay, if you have to be creative in how you place the colors, how do you think you can bang out 10 a day? Five days a week? <laughs> because, because I let, I let the, my creativity, I plan to, like, give off to, like, nature and the, and the world. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not personally no. going to be placing each dab of <laughs> I'm going to find creative ways to put paint onto the canvas, like, like splattering paint onto the canvas. <laughs> That's or... not that creative. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the second I mean, it was creative. It was creative in like the fifties, you know? <laughs> no, but I just mean, it'll make it, it'll make it look creative and interesting rather than me just like drawing lines. You know, maybe I will just draw some lines, whatever, like I feel, whatever I feel <laughs> inside of me, I'll put onto the canvas and then I'll sell it on Etsy for $400. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know what's the we also provide free shipping on etsy free shipping okay, <laughs> that's how we get four hundred dollars but free shipping <laughs> at least so uh have you browsed uh these etsy store pages both of you i have yeah okay uh are these art is this art made by like famous artists or like professional artists no like one of them is literally selling and they're just by it's by like canvas wall art us you know canvas yeah. wall art us 
Now, are they actually selling, or are they just uplisted for $400? I mean, there's a star seller here, and it's called oh. The Modern Art Shop. Okay, a star seller. So you want to be... They sell, they sell rectangles of different colors for $101. That's modern art to you? That's, uh, that's the epitome of art? Yeah, yeah. So what I'm here you can do rectangles like... of different colors. Yeah, yeah. hey, you know, that's nice creative, palette. right? Yeah. A creative way to put colors on page. Uh, so your plan here is just to change professions and become artists. There's nothing more to it. Well, amateur artists amateur. in our spare time for exactly. the summer. <laughs> that's that's $20,000 a week. You know, how many weeks are there in summer? No. I got a calculator in front of me. Give me one $160,000 for the summer. For the summer. That two-way between resume. me and Quay, that's 80K a piece. Not half bad. Not half bad. Now, that's ignoring any, you know, you have to buy paints, buy canvases. But that's that's inconsequential in the grand scheme of things, if we're being yeah. honest. It's inconsequential to us making six figures. Dylan, I wow. think we're really seeing eye to eye today. No. <laughs> no, this might be one of your most uninspired ideas yet. So, <laughs> what so makes you think... It. You could list any of your art for four hundred dollars. You know, Just if a... like, if like Modern Art USA or whatever. Yeah, clearly a large corporation, Modern Art USA. <laughs> clearly an established. Well, we can be super based. We can be. You know how there was Modern Art Shop? We can start Modern Art Store. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds yeah. just as official to me. <laughs> All right, borderline copyright infringement. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And you're just going to sit in your like basement and make large art. Large abstract wall art. You know, they sell their pieces for $320. Yeah. Are there pieces like unique or creative or like. No, it's just, just, it's just colors, you know, black, gold, and white on a, on a very large canvas. Okay. Why don't you guys, Bradley, why don't you just go do this right now? Just go to a local Michaels, get a canvas and some paint and just list it if it's you know that easy right that's what i'm saying i'm gonna do that's literally what we're talking about right <laughs> that's now. what you're that is what we're gonna do that is what we're talking about advice about what we are going to do to make Don't, money i wouldn't be having this conversation if i wasn't planning to do this and if i didn't believe that it would be a money making you would absolutely sure. be having this conversation if you had no intention <laughs> or no true belief in <laughs> oh yeah do you want us to call the photo booth guy right now <laughs> if you ever follow up on the photo booth guy, I will I will be shocked. Tell me, and I will I will I will pay you guys. I'm just so disappointed. All right, I'll just bet for you an $20 update. That I follow up on the photo booth guy. <laughs> All right, Koi, can we hear the update? Uh, just an update for our listeners. You know, uh, I was super super down for the photo booth idea. <laughs> I even wanted to call him on this podcast. You know, Jonah and I were going to split the costs. You know, four thousand. $200 each. You know, to start a what? business, to start a business that would bring in like 10 plus K. Free money. Pretty much free, free money. Free money. Free money. But Jonah, Jonah abandoned me. As a Bradley, okay, okay, Bradley. Okay. Okay. I'm busy right now. I'm in college. Busy. I'm going to get to it. I, I but you're not, you're not too busy in a few weeks. I'm not, I just don't want to buy it right now. Sure. But you're not too busy for so, a little paint, a little splatter art, if you will. I'm never too busy for a little paint. Little paint sounds like a great time. Do yeah. either of you guys and... have art experience? Ceramics 10, baby. 
I have some graphic art experience, but no painting. Right. So quite I've possibly... watched TikTok videos of people doing something similar. Oh, Many yeah? Yeah. Quite and are they relatively successful, or is there art? So how did you get into uh, modern art? Where did, where did this uh, love for modern art come from, Bradley? I told you, I visited a modern art museum in my local city, and I looked at these pieces, and I liked them. I enjoyed the colors and the ideas and the expression and the stories. And then I thought to myself, I could do that. And <laughs> here we are. You know what? Nothing's more beautiful than some some local inspiration, you know, from uh, from local talents. And you think you could do it as good as the professionals, obviously, right? I don't think I could do it as good as the professionals, but I feel like I feel like I can do it. I feel like I could do it. I feel like the market has a lot of potential. It's undertapped. I mean, how many people do you know in the modern art industry? Truly, I know no one currently in the modern <laughs> yeah. art industry. <laughs> See, me too. Bradley could like be the next. Bradley the could be the next know, like all the big modern artists artists. I know aren't in the modern art industry. Okay, now I'll turn that back on to you. How many people do you know are looking to buy in the modern art industry? Looking to purchase some modern art? Because I personally one. know no one. I know you know at least one. <laughs> you? You're trying to buy me. Some modern art. <laughs> I want some modern art for my room. No, <laughs> Dylan. Yeah, you have... have you ever walked into any like hotel lobby? Any like. Yeah any building lobby or like yes. any and you see on the wall there's just like a very nice piece of modern air mm. like literally just stripes on a canvas i've seen that so many times yeah, so many times same. so your plan is just to recreate like you know modern art that you've seen that you know your target no. market i guess is just hotel lobbies and like <laughs> i already have so many pieces pieces planned out like piece one stripes just two colors stripes do lots of things. <laughs> all sorts of different colors. Piece two, dots. Pick a color, just put dots. Not even piece space, three, piece randomly. three, circles, circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, circles, definitely like, circles. Like, like they have like a bit of a... Like they're not exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bradley and I are on the same page. Hey, it sounds like you guys are. So you need, uh, you said for a summer, you need like 60 uh, pieces, give or take? No, we're going to sell, we're going to make 10 pieces a day, five days a week. Oh, oh, 10 pieces a day. So like 600, give or take. 10 pieces a day. Okay. Ten oh, a you day. Have, you're the one with the calculator, Bradley. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we do this for eight weeks. We make 400 pieces. Sell those at $400 a pop. That's or even like $100 a pop. Even $100 a pop, we still make. Yeah, even $100 a pop, and it's, it's good. Yeah, $100 a pop, that's $40,000. Yeah. For $40,000 for the summer. And yeah, something I'm seeing, you know, analyzing like the existing industry market on Etsy is that they put it for like the weirdest prices of, you know, this star seller or reality is selling their piece for 537.85 cents. Hey, you know what? Think you of know? the profit margin. It seems like it's 100, know, 102. Yeah, it seems like it's like been like analyzed by like an art like uh who are the people the people so that like here. value art okay yeah it's analyzed so these are this is art pieces assessed and then like priced by professionals what you're saying that's what it seems like when it when they put on like 537.85 you know yeah. and it's not just like 530 dollars and you think your pieces will be valued over 100 dollars by these same professionals or is that yeah. not your intention not actual professionals. Us. No, you, you'll deem what each piece is valuable. 
for it. Okay. Okay. And you expect to have a consistent market of 10 customers a day for an entire summer? Well, we're going to make TikTok. Oh, TikToks. <laughs> of course. And I'm going to print t-shirts. How stupid of me. Yeah, you're going to print t-shirts of the art, I presume? <laughs> That's right. Um, of the art. <laughs> No, maybe we'll even sell the t-shirts. Then we don't have to that's just passive income at that point. Hey, you know Because, well, only one person can buy the art, but then all their friends are going to want the t-shirt of the yeah, art. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's what I'm talking about. We market with the art. You're thinking the wrong way. We're not marketing for the art. The art itself is marketing for the t-shirts. <laughs> and the art is going to be at a hotel lobby. And they're gonna it's look like, at the hotel lobby art and they'll be like, Where are you? Okay, okay. I wish on the corner of every piece of art we're gonna sell, I'm gonna have something that says t shirts. I'm gonna QR code so that everyone who walks by that piece of art can scan that and get the t shirt. <laughs> so it's kind of like it's kind of like how businesses uh, lose money on the food but then profit off the drinks, right? You are no, no, to This is where businesses make money on the food and then also profit. <laughs> oh, they, they, you know, just. It's just straight straight profit. Okay. I see. Well, I'm starting to like this more and more. Uh, how many hotel lobbies have you seen with art with QR codes on them trying to sell more products? We're going to change the game. That's true. Uh, I haven't seen the QR codes. But we'll make it subtle. <laughs> subtle, we'll yeah. And then, it oh, and then we'll make it like an ARG game. Like uh, like an alternate reality. Like, like, you know when people post on the internet, like, find the hidden clue in all these pieces of art. Yeah, yeah. And then they oh, can... it'll be like it'll be like where's Waldo? Like, exactly, but where's the QR code that I can buy these t-shirts? <laughs> I, like that. I like that a lot. So then the t-shirts have like a bit of exclusivity to them, almost, you know? Yeah. yeah and then on the t-shirt, there's then the piece of art that has the QR. That's the QR code. Now, if you scan that QR code, you then get a t-shirt. You get a smaller t-shirt. t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I mean, hey, hey, you guys clearly have this all planned out. Uh, I just, I truly question your ability to produce the art, to be honest. 10 a day for a whole summer? Okay, now, well, let's think about this. Okay, we'd be working eight hours a day, two people. That's 16 hours of manpower per day, which means it's about 1.2 hours of manpower per piece of art. I think the biggest, like, time is not going to be the making of the art. It's going to be, like, the the transport of the large canvases into wherever we're painting and then storing them. Yeah. Well, if you're saying you're working eight hours a day, five days a week, so that's 40 hours a week, eight weeks, right? That's like uh, like 320 hours or so. And yeah. you're making $40,000 split two ways, you said? That's right. So that's $20,000 for 320 hours. I don't have a calculator right now in front of me. If you I could. calculated it. I really calculated it. Okay. How many? It's. A, how many- it's- we would be making $125 per hour of work between the two of us. Okay, okay. That's, Which that's, isn't bad. That's pretty substantial. It is. Yeah. Now, it's all... Uh, all your income is, like, subjected to the market, obviously, right? It's no, no guaranteed income the way your yes. photo and there are costs. Is. There are other costs in there for the canvas and for the paints. Yeah. So, I'd say... I, I would estimate about $100, about $50 each per hour. Which is a better wage than we could get anywhere else. It, it is a far better wage. Now, to actually make the art, you're saying you you have a creative way to put colors on, on a canvas every day. But you, I think between the two of you, you have a collective zero hours of art experience. Not counting <laughs> ten, obviously. 
Uh, <laughs> art, art eight. Be, art eight. That art might eight. be the least applicable art class I've ever heard. Uh, but in art eight, did you do any abstract or? or yeah, I did some abstract. Yeah. Have you ever made modern? <laughs> Or, or do you have time? I guess the summer's not for a couple months. You know, you can uh, you can practice. I yeah. I see this. Oh, there's this listing on Etsy that has that's selling for seven thousand four hundred dollars. I think we like make one of. We just list one of those prices there just for fun. You know, one of our many pieces. I I I think you're leaving money on the table. Why don't you list every piece for seven thousand dollars? <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I'm starting to, to grasp the scope of this idea. Uh, it is, you guys are just going to make art and hope people buy it. You have no That's connections right. to the art industry. You have no experience. And hey, and hey you know what? if it doesn't sell, then maybe we're just ahead of our time. I would be okay if I invested this summer into making art, didn't do well. I died 50 years later, 100, 200 years go by. People refine my art. I become I become like a Van Gogh of sorts. That would be a summer well spent as well. So either way, I think it's a win win. You would see none of the fruits of your labors. <laughs> I know, but it's it's like I don't. This is a legacy. One of those it's about the legacy. Who gets discovered it's long after making gone. making the art is a like guaranteed you know in in, uh, in Bradley's mind it's a guaranteed like legacy for the future, especially yeah. if he gets famous to, while he's living and then dies and then like. Fun fact, Bradley also made art. Here's some of the pieces that sell for millions of dollars. I mean, obviously, not to mention the fact, even if your art pieces don't sell, Bradley's such a such a modern art connoisseur. He'd just hang them around his house, obviously, right? That's, that's very true. See, now there's three reasons why to do this. Three reasons. Two of them okay. don't even it... involve making money. A win-win-win, truly. Uh, so if you're asking me on my uh, belief in your business, I'll say... Uh, absolutely zero percent. You'll make no money off this. You will only sink maybe thousands of dollars of art or paint, rather. I, I uh, strongly disagree with that for sure. Go but on. hey, I'm all for picking up hobbies, you know, uh, discovering your passions. Yeah, so I say go for it. You know, just spend the summer in your basement, do some art. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's uh true that's key to the uh to the heart of this uh of this podcast obviously we're trying to find million dollar businesses yeah uh, and by every definition your business is not uh actually no, it's, it's it's only a six-figure business yeah you're right it's, it's not well, a million dollar business but it's a six-figure business. yeah not six-figure business uh, we calculate about forty thousand a summer uh with no there are <laughs> 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 in a year the, the only room for growth i see is if you guys become really famous artists and sell your pieces for like a million dollars each tiktok you know TikTok oh, TikTok. Crazy oh and things. the t-shirts i forgot about the t-shirts we didn't calculate the t-shirts <laughs> yeah wait well, we factored the t-shirts in. wait let me let me run the let me run the numbers yeah. again if you factor the t-shirts <laughs> your zero dollars of revenue turns into a zero dollars of revenue <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm predicting about a oh that was multiplication not addition you know what? It's still probably yeah. about right. It's probably about right. Okay. Divided by two. That's a lot of zeros, Dylan. That's a lot of zeros. A lot of zeros. <laughs> a lot of zeros. All right. Hey, you know what? If you guys have anything more to say to this business, I'd love to hear it. But as it stands, uh, I see absolutely it is completely unfeasible. You know, I, I'm happy with your, with your go do it. You know, 
You yeah, saying, go do it. Go have fun. Yeah, I'll take that. I think that's all right. Us. We will. Not that I don't make promises that people betray me on all the time. Huh? We, this, we're making one piece of art, Bradley. I, this okay, I want to make one piece of art. Let's, okay, let's at least try this one out. This one we can try out. When we're back Maybe. together, let's go to the store. Let's make a piece and let's put it on Etsy for $400. I will bet you right now, Dylan, that this will make money. But 10 bucks that it will sell. 10 bucks that it will sell for over $150. That's right. $100, $100, over $100. Over $100? Sure, I'll check yeah. to that. All right. This, this business idea is already making me money. <laughs> <laughs> or it's already losing you $10, but okay. Hey, right. why, why, why push it to the summer? Just one, yeah. one, one day. I mean, actually yeah. like one eighth of a day. True, true. And Just, this is my last question regarding the business. Uh, when you do get into the rhythm of mass producing, you know, 10 a day, do you plan on working together on one canvas or, uh, you know, dividing the work, each doing five in a day? I think we would focus on one canvas at a time and we would go yeah. much faster with two people. <laughs> okay, now I truly know you guys have no idea how art works. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I think with that... Uh, I, I think we will cut to a quick break and then come back uh, with more, more business ideas. Eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds good. For our next segment, we will now be discussing a business idea that I came up with a long time ago. I feel very passionately about, and it's called the boys create a new stock market. <laughs> I'm sure that everyone here and listening to this podcast and you too as well are familiar with a person named Charlie D'Amelio. <laughs> I personally, I personally came across Charlie D'Amelio's TikTok page way before she blew up. She had like 50,000 followers. And I thought to myself, this person, this person is going straight to the top. And I feel like it's a crime that I couldn't make money off of that, <laughs> off of that realization. There should be a way for you to make money off that. Like if you like come across a really small company and you're like, I think this company is going to succeed. You can make money off of it. You put your money in that stock, you know, you invest in the company. You make money. So that's, that's part one of this idea. Part two, let's say you're a person who's trying to succeed in this cutthroat world. You need funds. Where are you supposed to get those funds from? I don't know. That's, that's the second. You, know, you got to buy a new ring light, you know, for your TikTok yeah. dances. It's like you're trying to become an influencer. You're trying to make yourself a brand. Like you're not starting a company. But you're trying to make yourself a personal brand. You need, you need investors into your brand, into you as a person. You need to like have the funds to move to LA and like get into the house and like pay your rent, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what we're talking about here is a stock market for people. So I'm talking about in, in bed, investor capital, like investors having like perusing TikTok, looking for the next big person. They find them. They put all their money into that. You know what I mean? Like a stock market for that person. And then when they get big, some of their profits then go back to the investors. <laughs> so... I can obviously tell that there's probably going to be a lot of criticism for this one. It's, it's a questionable ethics. Bradley, I support this are difficult. wholeheartedly. So, Dill, go easy on us. But, yeah. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll start off light. So I just, you know, for, for the audience and for me, I'd like to just clarify parts of the idea. So you're investing in someone's success. That's right. True. Entirely their, like, social media success? Yeah. So this is a person. Yeah, them as a person. So like the moral <laughs> growth. There. No, no, no. Like how much money as a person they can make. Okay, and this is your, yeah. You know, I like the idea of Charlie D'Amelio. You know, 
you wanted to profit off of someone else's hard work and success. Uh, yeah, but I also by... want to help them get successful. I wanted to give her some of my hard-earned money. I wanted to invest in her. <laughs> you know, maybe help her, like, get some new outfits for her TikToks and help her blow up. You've been on That's what I'm saying. It's a, we both benefit. The whole world benefits. True. It's a win-win. And if you're bad at detecting, like, people who, like, but like, oh, this creator is so big right now. And then they like fall off the face planet or they get canceled. You pay the consequences as well. Yeah, because you give them money and then they don't owe you anything. <laughs> this is what I'm hearing. No, okay. the platform facilitates, you know. The platform understanding. Yeah. So it, uh, is, is this platform, this uh, stock trading equivalent, uh, will the creators like opt into this like when they're first starting? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, if I'm. When, they, when they need funding, they like. Okay, I'm willing to have like my success be evaluated on like. Sure. Uh, so if I make a TikTok right now and I, I want to become famous, I can opt into your platform and then start getting capital from investors. Yeah. Uh, how? What guarantee is it? What What benefit to me to actually use that money towards growing or succeeding, and not just you know, buy myself some McDonald's or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> buy a jet ski, if you will. Just for fun. This question Bradley. is mostly posed towards Bradley. <laughs> um, well, technically nothing. But the point is that once <laughs> they do give you that money, you then own a part of their profits, eventual profits. So, mm-hmm. like, if they're going to be, if they're going to opt in to accept funds, then they're going to be losing out on the potential profits that they would be making. So you would think that then if they got that money from you, they would use up does their potential profits include yeah. money that they get from other investors no no because yes, no? yes um that's just capital uh, accumulation yeah no i don't think so okay but like they can't just, Wait, like, why not money on like, why not on, it's like, like if you hop on a it's if you like if you hop on the bandwagon early and other you know other people's other people want to invest in like Charlie D'Amelio and you're there first you make money off of other people yeah well there will be a stock and the price of the stock will change so like I don't think I don't think there will be dividends but if more people are investing in Charlie D'Amelio the value of a Charlie D'Amelio like of one percent of Charlie D'Amelio will go up and then and then you can sell that if you want to like what do you think a creator's like recently <laughs> <laughs> Not sure why you guys are laughing, but currently owns hundred percent of Charlie D'Amelio. She can sell she does, and that's the problem. Up to forty nine percent of Charlie D'Amelio. She should only Charlie. own like fifty one percent of Charlie D'Amelio. Exactly. <laughs> like I do believe that she should retain a majority stake in herself. I do believe ethically that that's important. Yes. Ethically. But there's, oh unlike a business, there's no functional reason. She could sell 100% of Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah, she could. She could. And she's still the person. She just wouldn't make profits <laughs> off of her TikTok. That's true. So then, like, I what's it, telling... Yeah. How, how do we record her profits? Like, are we going through, like, tax records and stuff? You know, like... Yeah, How do exactly. we get that consent? Like, we, like, that's right. Upon, like, do we make them sign a contract? Yeah, when they sign up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've crossed that bridge. But uh, what I'm more concerned about is let's pretend, because this is purely based off like blowing up on social media. What if I 
start a TikTok. People invest in me. And I, I have to give up, you know, right? Because of school. I become a famous surgeon, brain surgeon. I'm making a million dollars a year. Do if I have people invest in you? Yes, <laughs> your, your salary does get reported. If people have invested in you already, they own that percent of you. Yeah, you, can, you have to buy your percentage back. I have to like, buy yeah, my You have to buy it back. Buy. Whatever, whatever you give to the market, that's the market's. That's not yours anymore. <laughs> so, like, a, a large portion of your salary will go to your investors. A large portion of my salary. But you get <laughs> money based time. on how much you're currently valued. And so when you're valued more, your investor, you get more money based on how much your investors pay. That's true. It's very true. Downside. You know, you don't have to be put. You don't have to put yourself on the stock market. It's only if you want to. It's only but if then, you want it. Is there is it's there like market story. manipulation in like the fact that like you could get canceled and then buy your well, stock there's... back and then like. Run oh, you're talking about like insider trading type stuff. Like you, you <laughs> try and cancel someone, and you know no, no, I you cancel that's yourself. That's well, it, oh, it's not even like cancel you... yourself. You can just stop making TikToks. <laughs> you'll just stop making money. <laughs> If you sell all no, your stock right before that. that, you'll die then. You need to eat. <laughs> you'll die then. I think yeah, you'll make money real... somehow. Like let's say, let's say you've sold fifty percent of your of, of yourself, and then yeah. you decide you don't want to make TikToks anymore, and you'll get a job at your local McDonald's. Fifty percent of every paycheck is going to your investors. Fifty percent of every paycheck. So <laughs> that's that's how I imagine this would go. Okay. But, but, by, but a, once you do that, the value of your stock will go down by a lot. So then you would be able to buy back your stock. You could buy but back potentially, your stock. Potentially the money that you originally made from people buying your stock initially. So I could, if I'm really famous, you know, sell 100% of me, then delete my account, my stock <laughs> would plummet, and just buy my stock back. <laughs> okay, that seems like an issue. See, there are logistical challenges. <laughs> But okay, let's not get bogged down in the logistics. The it's idea the itself the, has potential. Think about the was... big idea. Yeah, you're selling rights to someone else's labor. Okay, that's a good way to put it. Don't you think that this is a hole in the world that the world needs this? You know, this feels like 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 wage theft. It feels like <laughs> capitalism. They don't. They don't okay, but didn't did that feel the same themselves. way before there was a normal stock market? Like, imagine like. 600 years ago or whatever before there was the actual stock market the whole idea of selling part of your company to random people like that must have been baffling but you think about it and you think about how important it is for the economy and for society to function this is the same thing this is forward thinking okay uh i mean yeah hey you know what? i i love the forward thinking i love the idea i can think of countless ways that your idea would just absolutely crash and burn just completely fail i mean what if because the difference is you know if someone's starting a business and they need investment they're probably financially decently well off to the point that they can start a business right and they're looking for investors if someone's just desperate you know they're living paycheck to paycheck they just need to they just need rent for the next month they could sell 50 percent of their shares no no but you can't put it towards rent it has to go back into the business Okay. How do you determine that? Wait, Unless for okay. some reason, no. side all, right. Reason. all right, all right, all right. A spinoff idea, like like how you know, Jonah spun off my, uh, like Airbnb idea. Spinoff idea is you know something a little bit more feasible, a bit more small scale. 
we go to an up and coming TikToker or whatever, and we just make like uh you know like you know crypto is all the thing. This is like basically sounds like crypto, in a way. We just make like a Charlie D'Amelio coin. She gets part of the profits. We get part of the profits. The stock skyrockets based on her popularity. Wait, but why does the coin? Why is the value of the coin correlated with her popularity? Okay, Bradley, this is what you're missing about crypto. <laughs> I, I feel like you're not high, are like in with the crypto bros. Uh, <laughs> crypto coin has no intrinsic value. <laughs> yeah, it is based on what other people perceive the value to be. But why so would we people... just? <laughs> hey, good question. Good question. Why would anyone invest in crypto? Why would anyone invest in Charlie D'Amelio coin? That's a good question. <laughs> I think this idea has a lot, a lot more legs to it, you know. <laughs> no, really? I think this is equally really? as bad and stupid. Uh, but it's not about whether or not it's smart; it's about whether or not it'll make money. Okay, I think neither of these will make any money. Uh, and I also, one big thing I'm missing is how you, who makes the platform, uh, how do you make any of the money? Advertising. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ad space, obviously, just like any other ones. <laughs> I don't know. You got to imagine that the people who created the NASDAQ are doing pretty well. I have no idea. Truly no idea. Well, let's just assume for the sake. Let's assume. Let's assume. Uh, Okay. So you said, you said, sorry, uh, Quay. I love that idea. I just would like to bring it back to Bradley's idea because I feel like it's got a lot more meat to it. You know, he's been chewing on this idea since Charlie D'Amelio was a baby time creator. (laughs) He's a bit of a Charlie D'Amelio hipster, you know? Um, <laughs> so, uh, so <laughs> you said they need to reinvest it back into the business, essentially, is what you said. That's right. But if the profits that the uh, investors see come from any amount of money that the individual makes, what mm. if them buying a car helps them get a job, you know? See, that, that, that's possible. That's possible. Like if Charlie D'Amelio is like, oh, I got this money from my investors. And in order for me to make better TikToks, I need to be sleeping better at night. So I'm going to go buy a mansion. I feel like there's potential for that. And that, like, maybe not a mansion, but, like, there's, there's like, there's, like, there's, there's some gray areas. I agree. And I think, you know, um, if they do, if they're spending their money in ways that are inappropriate, their stock will go down. But why, why even limit this to TikTok creators? Because if it's just investing in someone else's success. Oh, no. I don't want to limit it to TikTok creators. I want to limit it to, like, your your everyday trucker. You know? (laughs) Who wants to get a new pair of shoes so they can get to work faster. Okay. Uh, How is this different from just, like, payday loans? (laughs) Because because it's not like you you don't know whether or not you're getting a return on your, you know? It's It's about, like, playing the game. It's like It's like the stock market. You gotta, you, like gotta, you gotta, right, you gotta well, look around, find, find the people that you think have the potential for success. Do your research, you know, create a balanced portfolio. Don't put all your <laughs> apples in one basket, and you know, make a good return. <laughs> what, Bradley? I love the idea. I love the idea. I see thousands of ways this could go wrong. Uh, okay. I've touched on a couple. Uh, uh, I mean, it's just you are truly selling. Give it. You're forcing individuals, to, or not forcing, but in a way, uh, you know, 
taking advantage of small because Charlie D'Amelio, when you first found her as a fifty thousand follower creator, she was maybe fifteen years old. <laughs> her and parents would have to sign some legal documents for sure. Oh, of course, her parents would have to sign. Yeah, nothing could go wrong there. Okay. <laughs> Maybe minors wouldn't be allowed to like be listed on the app. Though that that would ruin. Yeah, a lot you, of you you would have you wouldn't have seen profits on. I'm telling you, Amelia. Yeah. Mm. Well, I could have invested in Mark Amelia. <laughs> yeah, you could have invested in Mark Amelia. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I was, like tangentially related, based yeah. on Charlie Amelia's success. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I mean, I mean, what? So I fully understand a small creator, you know, needs better equipment, maybe a, a crew to make better TikToks, for example, right? But what incentive would a large creator have to, like, continue selling shares or stocks? Or is it only when they're in need of capital? When they're in need of capital, they would, they would sell more. I mean, like, but, big... Like, there would, already be, there would already be stock of that person available from when they were a small creator. And people could trade that based on how they think that person is going to do in the future. Okay. And also, like, big creators, like, if they want to appear more successful to, like, you know, to, like, sell their whatever, like, to sell their brand to appear, like, richer or whatever, then sell more of their stock at that Wait. point where they're higher. I, I think I'm seeing some, some snowball growth here, some uh, returns on returns uh, for the creators and for you. Because people's success people's clout if you will based on how valuable their stock is so if they have a exactly. more valuable exactly stock, there you go welcome to the plan they can they will get more clout they'll get more followers if you look up the most valuable tiktoker stock and it's you know dixie d'amelia hey you might have to check out Dix- hey i i'm now seeing some, <laughs> some potential for this i see some uh win-win action uh now it's ignoring the fact that, yeah, it's what completely reliant on is... people signing up for it, right? Using the money the way it's intended to be used uh, for the platform to grow in any meaningful way. Well, they don't but have to just... use their money in, like, directly helping their business, you know? They can just, like, improving their lifestyle so they become more, like, you know, like, spending money on, like, plastic surgery, you know, spending money on, like, like a mansion, yeah yeah but if someone can blow up on tiktok without any investment and then they can just take the money and keep it then uh you know there's surely no well, incentive well at that. that point well at that point there are people willing to pay for their stock their stock so like... yeah there's no there's no substantial value there all right well uh i don't know about you guys uh, I feel like I've uh, discussed all the all that there is to it, to this idea. Um, I, I think it's yeah. I, I think this is truly the the single most inconceivably unfeasible idea. <laughs> it is truly impossible. Every other idea, you know, quick summer project, maybe make some money. Food this drive, one is you know, actually Alibaba. impossible. Uh, <laughs> All right, so, I think we're good, boys. I mean, if that's the goal of the episode, then hey, you guys win. But uh, okay. but yeah, if we're good. Um, All right, join us next week where we might record an in-person 
You know, we won't be across the country from each other. Mm-hmm. Episode of Inconceivably Unfeasible. We might go pick up a photo booth. Who knows? You're breaking Thank the Thank you for off. listening. How do they know we're not in prison? All right. <laughs> Thank <Okay>. you. <laughs> See you guys next time.